Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Estate Agents Podcast on Sunday, the 31st of January. Delighted to be rejoined today by Mr. Andrew Overman and, of course, Luke Sinclair. How are we, gentlemen? Very well, thank you. Fabulous. Thank you, Mr. Brown. Fabulous. That's a really good, um, that's a really good word. Somebody else said that. It's their favourite word. It's fabulous. Marvellous. Julian O'Dow likes the word marvellous, doesn't he? He certainly so, so much so, he called his company Marvellous Training Solutions. <laughs> that's, that's brilliant. And um, I know Julian's doing very well. So it's great. It's great to hear um, after what's going on in lockdown. So he's doing really, really well. And that's fantastic. Morning, Sean Adams. Lovely to speak to you yesterday. Thank you for the call. Um, really grateful for it. I hope you're well. Um, thank you all for joining us this morning. Everybody a bit slow this morning. Must everybody must have been playing Cars for Humanity last night and getting absolutely legless, going to the dictionary and finding out what all these words mean. Maybe um, looking as rough as what Andy looks like this morning. <laughs> right. I first first of all, I'd like to say a very, very happy twenty-fourth birthday to my colleague Abby Lintz. Abby, uh, I know sometimes you do watch or you watch it on replay. So happy birthday for myself and the team here. Um, and your LL family. Hopefully you enjoyed um your afternoon tea so yesterday guys um you know what we're like at, at location location we love to celebrate work anniversaries birthdays we we do a lot together so obviously this last year has been as hard on us as as it has for many um but i was able to speak with abby's dad um last week and secretly arranged for him uh, abby lives with her mum and dad so before anybody goes covid mad on us we we didn't breach any rules um, but I managed to speak with Abby's dad last week and arranged for his mum and dad, uh, her mum and dad, sorry, secretly to come into the boardroom yesterday where we laid on an afternoon tea and lovely flowers from two local companies. So happy birthday, Abby. And sorry. Happy it's birthday, Abby. And ready? One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Abby. Happy birthday to you. Hip hip. Hooray. Hip hip. Hooray! 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 And if that doesn't get one rid of every one of our listeners and viewers, um, that's a great way of finishing. So, morning, Neil Gillard. I just want to say an amazing thank you for your incredible kindness, Pete Lawrence, incredible kindness, Luke's incredible kindness, and in fact, everybody's incredible kindness. I posted on LinkedIn, uh, you know, and I know that all of you are aware of what's going on and my challenges at the moment, and. Um, it's been a very, very um, strange week to say the least, but the love and the affection and the kindness and the generosity um, has been absolutely amazing. So Neil, thank you so much for what you did yesterday. Um, Sean, I understand you may have um, tried to instigate it, so thank you as well. Morning, Tim. So come um, on, Steve, Stephen, let's not keep people in the dark. Everybody's wondering, what the hell did your loving family do for you yesterday? So I had a message from Gary Mabbott uh, saying how shit Spurs are, but he was very, <laughs> but he was very confident saying Spurs will win a trophy this season. Um, maybe I know I'm an optimist, but I think he's too much of an optimist. But that morning, Whaley, but that was lovely after you know Liverpool absolutely smashed us on um, whenever it was Thursday, and then um, I got a call on my WhatsApp from um a tax in, tax inspector 
telling me that have I paid my um, self-assessment tax? And I'm thinking, what the hell is somebody calling me on my WhatsApp call? And it turned out to be Mickey Mickey Hazard, who is a one of my idols from the 80s when he played with my idol himself, Glenn Hoddle, and I actually told him that. So, um, but he was <laughs> he was incredibly kind. We had a lovely, lovely conversation. And more importantly, um, he asked to um, he asked me about the laptops for um, homeschooling campaign, um, and he's put it out there to all his um, followers, fifty four thousand followers, saying what a great cause. I don't know Stephen, but it's amazing what he's doing. Um, and I just want to say a massive thank you, because so far I'm looking at this morning thirty eight and a half thousand has been raised, um, which is an incredible amount. So I want to say a massive, massive thank you um, to everybody. Um, it's incredible. Um, the goal is now to get to 200,000. I've just messaged um, Mickey Hazard um, to basically say, if all of his followers gave a pound, that's an extra 216 laptops. If all of them gave a fiver, that's a thousand laptops going out, which is incredible. Luke, I mean, we've got James on here. We've got um, Adam Mackay. We've got Annabelle. I mean, we've got Rob Norton at Good Childs. I mean, all these people, and there's more, I'm sure, that have been um, James Coop, I think, um, as well. Wow. I mean, I salute you, estate agents, suppliers, um, property people. Just amazing what we're doing. And then I go back to um, Pygott and Crone. Over 50,000 for the British Heart Foundation. Over 230-odd walkers. Even Simon Wells doing it. Um unbelievable what this industry is doing and making a difference you just use simon whale and exercise in the same sentence i know it's true can you believe it it's incredible simon whale is doing exercise maybe a drinking exercise but it's still exercise isn't it he's he's drinking 200 kilometers of amaretto chasing it down the line he's absolutely not exercising sure but no but absolutely amazing and um i'm incredibly grateful for all the messages um so um thank you and james said fair play to booming yeah so booming um put in donated ten thousand pounds this week um, so we're a right move on the market in zoopla are they in yet no that's oh, just Silence from them, Andy. Silence from them. Shameful. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Was it 77 pence in the pound profit for years and years and years. The one time, you know, my, my right move rep, she's lovely, Donna. Um, but my, my right move rep is harping on about how the primary aim at the moment is for right move to re-establish the links and build bridges between agents and, and right move after they readily acknowledge that. You know, it's failed for years and years and years. I, I, I just think that's shit, to be honest well, look, with you. We've got two massive players in the industry, Ian White and Simon, Simon Well on there. I'm sure you have got the hotline to the, the most influential people in Right Move Zoopla on the market, one dome, anybody in property. And this relates to anybody in property. You know, if we can get everybody, suppliers, EPC suppliers, anybody... Please, 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 please. Let's get up to oh, let's 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 go even bigger. Let's get up to three hundred thousand. It'd just be unbelievable. And actually, as an industry, what we're all contribution. Maybe we're getting there. Luke, where are you up to now? How many? You sound like a typical vendor there, Stephen. No, I want I want three hundred thousand, not two hundred. <laughs> 
house. Can we just stick it on at 350 and try? Yeah, exactly. Well, you've got to think high, haven't you? Think high. (laughs) Definitely. So, um, Andy, we haven't seen you for a couple of weeks. Um, I'm hearing on the ground that it is definitely quieter for market appraisals, quieter for instructions. Um, Luke and Andy, is that what you're finding at the moment? And again, everybody watching, please can you comment? Last day of the month, how was it? How did it compare to 2020? I know we're at different times. I know everybody had most probably an unbelievable December um, compared to normal. In fact, it most probably was. It didn't seem like a December. But how's the year started for you? Sales up, sales down, lettings up, lettings down, um, appraisals up, instructions up, down, going around. Andy? It's a lot better for me because I'm actually working and not furloughed. <laughs> well, you, were, you were working in January last year. Oh, yes. Yes, so I was. So oh, what's it like? Do you know, it's it's incredibly tough. I'm I'm very, very grateful to our community. I think we're now really starting to to gain momentum and traction just doing the basics obviously it's difficult you know it is it is difficult at the moment but but doing the basics right massive shout out to um oliver press of oliver james he spared his time the other day um christopher watkin as well um because we're, we're doing a lot of video content at the moment and um it's quite obvious i was looking over the line of the camera so i had some really great feedback from from chris watkin um and uh, oliver press massive massive thanks to you um because they helped me out we've now got a teleprompter um ipad teleprompter in the office so we can look directly into the camera videos are going really well um got the thanks to you stephen got the first testimonial video out for our completed clients which is something that i'd overlooked and within 24 hours of it going out, I've got an appraisal on Monday as, as a direct result of it. So, yeah, social proof, social proof. Um, community really well received. We've got the partnership with my girls' school now, thanks to your amazing generosity and your donation for devices um, with, with, with um, Louise Rosen at the, at the Drake Primary. So um, really grateful for that. And... Um, yeah, it's it's different, isn't it? It, it like for me, I, I don't have that bulging pipeline that I'm trying to you know smash through by the thirty first. So, you know, in, in a sick and twisted kind of way, I hope it all ends on the thirty first. There's a few abos, and I pick up some decent instructions from lazy competitors. Um, but I guess you're not in the same boat, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean January has been quieter. I think, like what Stephen said on on instructions. Um, but um, but that's I think Sean Adams made a comment in the chat last week on the comments that it's a good time to actually get a bit of a breather, but then also concentrate on the stock that you've got to sell, um, which is which is what we have been doing, um, and also uh, putting in place uh, new things. So like we talked about trainial last week, so we've been kind of putting things in place for that one. Um, we, we broke a world record or an office record. So we have, I copied this from Sean again when I went to go and see him uh, pre-COVID and he has something called uh, the Cooper Adams uh, world record. So each office has their own records based upon new instructions, sales agreed, listings and exchanges. Um, good, it's a good idea. I wonder where Sean got that idea from. I don't know. <laughs> 
So, uh, so I, I, I are indeed that. So uh, the team at our Wigson office broke their exchanges um, world record as well. Um, and they've still got a really, really healthy pipeline on top of that. So normally in the past, it's been, you have a great, you kind of do that feast and famine mode, don't you? So you, you have a good exchanges and then all of a sudden your pipeline's not so great. So, but equally they replenished it by more than what they exchanged on. Um, which was uh, which is good. Uh, so we're targeting reviews as well. So trying to get those Google reviews up. So we added we've added ten Google reviews onto the uh, pages now. Um, so again, that's ten more than what we would have had if we hadn't kind of concentrated on it. Um, and we're rolling out weekly COVID testing for all of our colleagues as well uh, from this week. Well done. Brilliant. Well done. Um, and tell us a bit how you're doing with laptops. Uh, so <coughs> we are up to three, four thousand five hundred pounds on our GoFundMe page. I got a message from the church. I spoke about the church last week, and I think the total then was six hundred pounds. The total now is thirteen hundred pounds from wow. the local church in OB. Um, and from the funeral fund uh, for the um, uh, teacher that passed away, that I've just checked on that, and that's now up to five hundred and seventy-five pounds. And the funeral's not taken place yet. Um, and also with with those schools as well, we've reached back out to them, and obviously with it being childhood mental uh, child mental health awareness week next week, we've got the the theme of uh, and the theme is drawing around your hand and express the kids expressing by colouring in their hands. So they kind of draw around it on a piece of paper and colour it in. Uh, so we've reached back out to those schools and that's gone down really, really well with them because they appreciate that there's a big thing around mental health for children uh, at, at the minute and a big, and a big, big concern. And something that the laptops and the devices thing addresses is obviously that interaction and being able to see the child um, just to, just to check in to make sure from a safeguarding aspect um, and, and interaction. So um, it's been it's been really good, but there is still that dire need out there with the schools. Um, what, what you're hearing from the government announcements, not saying that they're not doing what they can, but it's the help isn't getting out to the schools with the devices and there's still children without a device or they're having to share devices amongst children and adults as well. And so, let's face it, Luke, this, this you know, I, I had somebody say to me the other day, well, look, you know, that they're, they're, the kids are now going back to school on the 8th of March. So yeah. is it really needed? And, and I think we really need to be abundantly clear with people that this isn't going away. And, you know, COVID's changed a lot of things for a lot of people, you know, businesses, but also the educational system. And I, I see now that you know, schools are not going to be sending reams of paperwork and books home for homework. They, you know, it's going to be device led. Yeah. So this problem is not, no. you know, for, for all of those that are saying, you, you know, it, it, come the 8th of March, you're raising a load of money for devices that, you know, are going to sit in a cupboard. That's, that's not the case. These devices are going to be used, you know, for the next 5, 10, 15, well, for infinity, it's the new normal, the next normal for schools. So absolutely, because that's one of the first questions when we started to hand these devices out. I said, oh, when do we need to give them back? I said, you don't, you keep them. And you yeah. keep them. that's brilliant. Because even if it's reading, again, just with the Amazon tablets, if it's reading a book, 
it means that they, the lib they, they can check it's the same child can read the same book they're not going to have 50 books that they've got to buy at three pounds a book or, or something um but again if a child i don't know let's say for example a child breaks their leg and they can't get into school why should they miss out on their education now it's be become feasible that they can do that home learning um and still and still kind of participate but you talk about um the the 8th of march so the, if you add up how many months of education the children have missed and put that into proportion of the child's life mm. that's probably an eighth let's say an eighth of their of their life so far that they've missed out on education that but these people are going or these children are going to be our, our future like i've said before our future footballers our future gary mabbots that are going to ring the future stephen browns of the world and uh, and the future Andy Overmans that are going to be taking Fetford by storm and giving you a room for your money in the future, Andy. And it, that, that's that's what it is. And and if we don't make that investment now, then, then we're we're able to influence it. So that's why we've got to do what we can do. It's a, it's a great point you make there. I mean, if if you look, Luke, my youngest, Leia May, as you know, um, is about to turn six, and she went into reception in the year that COVID broke. So she had three months in school yeah and effectively the rest of the year off then she went back into school and now you know and, and it's not just you know kids need routine to yeah. a degree so even though she's gone back into school and she's been fully educated and we're, we're very grateful to our local school because although we're not essential they've recognized this is the what is the classification that estate agents are now critical workers critical for the economy or whatever and we, we've got places for both of ours um in school at the moment and we're really grateful for that but even that's different because half you know half the year groups at home the, the the two classes that they normally have have been put into one year group bubble so there's you know there's all of this that's going on that's not normal and then you add to that the fact that they can't go around their friends for a birthday party they can't you know have their friends to play over in the garden at the moment they don't have that you know it, i i just think and what you're doing for Children's Mental Health Week this week is, is absolutely phenomenal. And, and, and I would implore other agents to get involved because, you know, like you say, our children, that, that you know, one of those kids that's got one of the laptops that you've so kindly donated and, and Stephen, what you're, what you're doing at the moment as well, they could be our future, you know, vaccine creators. You know, it's just, it's horrible to think that, uh, you know, essentially a generation could be lost because of this pandemic when, when, in the modern world, it shouldn't be that way. No. It, it really shouldn't. There's a, there's a stat that I think kids have had 70 days of schooling over the last course of a year. You know, so if you imagine how much they're, they're missing on, out on. And I know, you know, a lot. Well, here's what's one of the things that I found interesting. So somebody said to me, I live in an affluent area. And, and this applies to anybody that's watching or listening. Get in touch with me and um, I will organize a computer laptop for your school to be delivered to you um, to send to your school. So so please do that. But I spoke to one agent and he said, I live in an affluent area and um, I, you know, I offered to take it to the school. And I thought, well, they, they're not going to need it. And I was shocked what I heard. And, you know, this was living in an affluent area. So imagine if you're living in an area that doesn't have access to, to anything. 
And now, you know, what's happening is, Luke, I know you've been brilliant doing interviews with um, the teachers, the headmasters. You know, Ollie Press, James did one for me. Um, Spencer Paramount's done one. Um, Wintworth's in Kingsbury have done one. And there's a recurring message that comes out from all the teachers. You know, we're incredibly grateful, but we need more and more and more and more because it is a massive, massive problem. And you know what? If people say to you, well, we're going back up the 8th of March. Well, one, there's no guarantee that we are we are going back to the 8th of uh, we're going back at the 8th of March. But still, if they get a computer now, that's a month worth of learning that they're getting. Okay? Yeah. So that's a month worth of help that they're getting. So even if it helps for a month, that's going to make a massive, massive difference. But that device is going to carry on giving for three, four, five years. That is not the schools aren't going to just say, you know what, now that we're back, we're just going to sling it in the cupboard. That will get the life absolutely drained out. They'll get the use out of that. And that's going to help. That's going to help some child that's going to be your next Richard Branson or uh, your next Oliver Press, uh, anything like that. Um, they will make they will make use of it. even secondhand. We've got a local school and we've had some vendors and some clients drop down secondhand laptops um, and we've given them to a school that we know that they've got in-house IT teams so that they we we haven't got the time unfortunately to start wiping it all down so this way at least then they can wipe it off give it to a child um and and it's going to go to great use a lot okay a lot i think everybody's doing an amazing job i know adam mckay's um joining us so morning adam we mentioned you this morning and the exceptional job you're doing james kendall is definitely wide awake this morning because he seems to be every comment james yeah. you're doing an absolutely amazing job as well so <laughs> thank you morning james clark thanks for joining us as well interesting um, what james says about affluent areas you know because my sister-in-law works with children's services and although obviously would, ne would never discuss individual cases you know, uh, I know when we were last last able, so it was over a year ago when we were last able to sit around theirs and and, and have a conversation. Um, you know, I, I we were talking about her work, and I'd said, you know, it's you know stereotypical. You know, I bet you're in areas of you know depravity and such like. And she said, actually, Andy, some of the biggest problems that we have are with wealthy folk in affluent areas. Um, so you, you'd be surprised with you know with 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 children. Um, it's a really important, you know, really important. I, th I think schools are underfunded, and, and and I think what everybody's doing is is absolutely fantastic. Okay, hundred percent. So, question for you: um, canvassing leaflets. Oh, hot topic! Hot topic! Um, in this market, thoughts. So, look, we're still getting our monthly printed magazine newspaper deliveries are still going ahead um evidence suggests that transmission and contamination via paper is probably well very very unlikely but you do have to have that moral compass so i can see both sides of it. I mean, I had a chat with, um, 
I had a chat. So, so first and foremost, yes, James, we're still sending out our Spectre letters and we're, we're having some really nice comments because of the content and it's, you know, when we speak with Jerry Lyons, our content at the moment is all around remaining hopeful, staying positive, better days are coming. In fact, um, Jason in our marketing, uh, our marketing uh, manager has changed all of our email footers for, you know, from the happy new year message to better days are coming. Uh, I think as long as your message is clear um, and concise and community minded, our spectre letters are going down really well. Leaflets, I know, is one that that really is dividing people. So listen, I spoke with Sean Adams yesterday and he came up with an absolutely awesome idea. I don't know where he got it from or, or whether he'd take credit for it or, or, or whether it was passed on. But people have got so used to using QR codes now. When you think when um, when Rishi decided that it would be great to pile into the pubs and and treat us to lunch for nothing um, to uh, spread transmission yet further in the middle of last year, we all got used to ordering things from a QR code, didn't we? You'd, you'd sit down in a restaurant or a bar and, and, and you'd register with a QR code. You go in and you've got the NHS health app, which you register and scan with the QR code. So QR codes have become through COVID kind of part of our life and Sean came up with this idea on a call with me yesterday that any canvassing material he puts out it's got a QR code on it that links directly back to his Valpal page and he is getting two or three inquiries every time they do a street because it's unusual it's different and then they're following those up so I don't know. What do you think, Luke? I'm, I'm really torn. I'm on the fence. We are, hands up, sending out Spectre letters with the right message and they're being well received. I'm not doing the on-mass canvassing, but I'm thinking, why not? Yeah. Um, I think I think you need to add value. Uh, I think it's about adding value to someone's journey. And like with Sean, it is Sean's putting out... Uh, say a just sold or a just listed leaflet or a, a valuation day and he's putting and he's making it easy for the customer to transact with him again Josh Fegan talks about it so um, I don't, if, if anyone's not watched it um, this week on Friday Josh Fegan did a free webinar called fast forward um, well worth well worth a listen it's on his Instagram page as an Instagram video um, but, he, but he talked about and he gave the example of uber um, and he gave two scenarios. One was with the traditional taxi. And if you'd lost, let's say, for example, you're in a traditional taxi, you leave your mobile phone in the in the back of the taxi, taxi drives off. Um, it's like, who'd you contact with it? And then it becomes a nightmare to get that device back. Compare that to Uber, where on the app, um, uh, let's say, for example, he, he, the phone the phone's been lost uh, but you were traveling with someone else so it's not your phone you book the uber on your on your phone um, you can actually directly contact the driver so as soon as he drives off you can say you've left something in the back and I've actually done this where I left I left um, a camera in the back of a, of an uber before and the uber driver turns around and brings it back to you um, and that's just about and that's kind of just about service so he talks about making it easy so by Sean putting that QR code on, Again, like I said, so everyone's used to now scanning what QR codes are. QR codes came out, what, 10 years ago? And yep. it was like a multi thing. Put a QR code on you for sale board and, 
Uh, and again, just as an idea, could you put the QR code on the for sale board that links you to the key facts for buyers page on your website that you can then track and monitor and ma manage uh, people that are then inquiring, finding out more information about the property? Just just an example. But I think if you could, I don't know, 10, 10 tips to, to move in during COVID. Um, to, so when you are sending out these spectre letters um, or 10 tips to get the best photos on, on the home, because we generally know that all of our competitors don't take as good of photos as us. If you're adding value to them, I think there's more relevancy for them. Whereas if you just keep asking for the business all the time, it's a bit like the whole Gary Vee thing, isn't it? Jab, 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 hook. So give, 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 and then ask. Um, and that's why we've not continued with the same frequency as Spectre letters. Um, and we've kind of just gone down the route of our week, uh, monthly newsletter that is an eight pager. It gets fulfilled and printed by stamp. Um, and that way, um, it, it's no contact. It's all a computer and it's giving them information. So whether or not that's what they can be doing in their garden in spring. Again, if people are going to have times on their hands, what can they be doing in the garden in spring? Uh, all, all, all of those kind of things. But Again, just a simple maybe mailer to say what, what you sold, what's listed, just like theirs in the local area, and use you, you CRM to that benefit. Yeah, I, I think it was a great idea. I was very, very grateful for Sean's time. In fact, he's just popped up there. Agents have forgotten about QR codes. The public are now receptive to them. Um, I will definitely be adopting that, Sean, so thank you for your call and time yesterday. And I think you're absolutely right. It's, it's all about the message and the delivery. If if you're adding value, if you are being helpful, if you're solving a problem, I don't see that there is an issue with it. Um, but I know Sean sparked a bit of a debate yesterday. Um, Chris Watkin, you had a mention earlier, my friend. Thank you. Uh, first video out. And thank you for your lovely, kind comments about the quality of that on your uh, on, on the post that I put onto your page the other day, it's, um, you know, it, it was, it's definitely a confidence boost, mate, because it's not the easiest thing doing standing in front of a teleprompter and then trying to look as though you're, um, not really. You know, yeah. It's so on, be on BBC Norfolk soon. Do you know the irony is Alan, Alan Partridge is going to be unemployed looking for work. Uh -huh. <laughs> Do you know the irony is I've had three clients independently we, we were in a leadership meeting with, well, I was in a leadership meeting with Assad and Vicky um, during the week. Um, and, and the third message came through from, from, from a different client saying, you should do a property TV thing in East Anglia because we really think you could be the East Anglian version of Phil Spencer. So I've, you know, I've just laughed it off saying that no, it's all about the hair. You know, if I hadn't shaved my head, then you wouldn't be saying that. But I've had some really lovely comments, really, really nice comments. So it shows that people are noticing and it is gaining traction. So, you know, we're, we're rebuilding our website at the moment with um, with the help of Ben Sellers and um, and his team at Starbury and and, and the, the websites just, I've, I've seen, I've seen, I'm not gonna say anything um, because it's it's Vicky's, Vicky's baby, Assad's baby, but it's fucking awesome. That the tech is just nuts. Yeah, there's nothing like it. Um, so yeah, I think it's just going forward with stuff, isn't it? Definitely. Definitely. Right. So leaflets, thank you. Next question for you. Andrew's favorite question, language, not your not your use of language that you just came up with. <laughs> so I um, have a privilege of having Regan Bradley as a guest on Lunchtime Learnings on Thursday. 
and um, her language was very, very different. So she talks about her property managers as asset managers. She talks about her tenants as residents. And she talks, um, she doesn't call, she calls landlords owners, okay? Because lord is like you're lording over us as tenants. Um, so thoughts on language and their language, Luke? Yeah, I, I happened to watch that um, lunchtime learning and um, uh, need, to, need to get her in Le up to Leicester. Uh, try and poach her. Um, but I think that'll be difficult to poach her away from. Uh, yeah, from I, think, I think Spencer will have a few words to say about that. <laughs> um, but no, I think you're absolutely right. And I think it hits the nail on the head with when you talk about landlords and that hierarchical relationship. Um, and and how many times out there do you get a landlord saying, but it's my house. Um, yeah. And it does. It happens all the time. Yeah, but it, it's it's their home. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, and there is still that that perception. Well, I can do with it what I like. They they have to play by my rules. It's their home. They've they've got that right for for the quiet enjoyment of of the home. Um, and I think the language will help with that because again, if you say landlord to someone, again, I I see that as a as quite a sexist term as well. Um, yeah. If you're speaking to a fee, a female property owner, um, perhaps, but um. But no, absolutely, owner, asset manager. Again, I think it just does that then change the mindset of your colleagues as well. So instead of saying they're a property manager, then they're an asset manager, then perhaps their whole thought process changes when they're going about their day-to-day -day job. Mm, yeah, yeah, man managing the asset. So you spoke earlier, Stephen, about, um, you know, how... Uh, how we're filling the day how busy it is and that like so because we haven't got that huge pipeline going through at the moment i'm actually using february um as a learning month so ll will be launching lettings very very soon in thetford um i've got five intense sessions with susie crawler um booked for booked for february um so really looking forward to that love her dry sense of humor um we're also launching um land and new homes so we're 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 doing a partnership with kevin ellis can't wait i've got the onboarding um his team there um i don't know i haven't seen kevin watching this morning but i don't know did you see the western region insight that that dropped for his his western area last week yeah Ev every single council every single thing that's going on in every part of the western region so um yeah from a prospecting point of view can't wait to get my grubby little mitts on the eastern region one and start milking that database for all it's worth so um yeah i'm just for me it's going to be a, a massive month packed with learning and with the lettings you've had a couple of really good lettings guests on recently um stephen the language and and also the benefit of, of of you know i think spencer doesn't do let onlys and getting out of that mindset of, you've just sworn now <laughs> you've just that is a swear word in spencer's dictionary that's it <laughs> that's it you and luke now have got no hope of ever getting regan <laughs> <laughs> But so many agents have that attitude. You know, I, I used to date um, somebody that was in lettings way before Yavita. Um, 
and their office used to call let let, uh, let onlys let and forget and that was the mentality in the office it was just let and forget like fuck them it's gone whereas actually when we talk about prospecting they they are probably your warmest potential clients in your database and you're just forgetting them you know let and forget where, where you've got a really warm client that's engaged with you at the moment getting an excellent service that you could convert if you use the right language and and the right persuasions just literally falling by the wayside for another agent to pick up who's like spencer totally savvy and bang on it that will pick it up next time around okay here's a here's a question for you so do you ask this question when you're booking in a letting appraisal what's your long-term plan with the property not booking and letting appraisals at the moment but have i ever in the past hands up no no great question yeah because then you can see whether that is um you know somebody that's going on an acquisition trail for several properties you can you know you know whether it's a you know is it is it, is it just a supplement to the pension are they looking for capital growth are they you know it opens up yeah that one yeah. question say that again Stephen. that one question what's your long-term plan with a property and how, and how long are you looking to maintain it i've just written that down in my remarkable hey and that's it's something else only, I want to it's only about. taken how long we've been doing this two and a half years to get something written down in your remarkable book hey only because you got it last week right luke so had it before christmas okay luke educate the uneducated what oh. is I've seen Kevin going on about it, Perry Power going on about it, and it's not Apple. So what the hell are you doing with a product that's not Apple, being the complete Apple geek that you are? What the hell's remarkable? Because I've tried all the Apple alternatives. I've tried the iPad Pro 12.9. I've tried the iPad Pro 9.7, the 10.5. I've tried different paper-like covers. I've tried the different pencils. And there's just, one, there's too many distractions on the iPad. So you can suddenly start, oh, I'll just go and check on my mess mess messages or something. I'll just go and check on Facebook. But this is literally, all it is, is a writing tablet with excellent battery life. It can convert text into, uh, sorry, handwriting into text. Um, it's not cheap, um, but it's they say it is just like writing on paper, and it is just what's like the writing. What's the investment? The investment, depending upon... Again, they're very good at upselling. Um, so the investment is about £500. Okay. Katie Griffin, I'm bloody jealous. Look, there's another one. Mine arrives Tuesday. Yeah, but, but to me, you can have all your notebooks all in one place. Um, and, for example, if you – again, another, another plug, and I know Michael Netterton will probably listen to this at a later date, but if you've not catched on to Evernote yet – make sure you're, you're in tune with Evernote because you can export your notes into Evernote and then you can easily search and it will search handwriting. So let's say, for example, you think, oh, I went to a training seminar two years ago and there was something on prospecting there. Search in Evernote for prospecting and it will pick up, pick up anything within the handwriting as well. So it's a bit like a big, massive digital filing cabinet then and it can search search absolutely everything. And so I know Michael's a big fan of Evernote, and I've been using Evernote since, oh, God knows, uh, 2010 or so. So my notes go back, miles back. But well worth an investment is, is remarkable, definitely. 
you know, that's one thing that I've really struggled with, um, with that that change from being an employee to a business owner, particularly with someone like Assad, because anyone that knows Assad, like his mind is just light years ahead of where where he is physically. And so the the change, like and embracing new things, we are constantly evolving and developing. So when you guys were talking about Monday and Slack and Hubble, that's just become a reality of my everyday life now. And it's flaming mind blowing. <laughs> you could put your, so instead of your paper-based forms, when you're going around the property to do your measuring up, taking your client notes, anything like that, you've just got one easy tablet that's got it all with it. It's already as a document which you can upload into your CRM. Um, it, it is, it's, it's, it is a very, very good, I didn't, believe the hype about it i'd watched all the videos and thought right let's go for it and it is it just it just works and like what sean says there the battery life is great whereas an ipad you probably got to charge that every day and it's heavy as well you try and carry around a, a 12.9 inch ipad all the time and and the pencil and everything that goes with it you'll soon get uh, arm ache or you'll end up with arms like arnie okay. will you put the link will you put the link on i'm i'm looking here i've got one two three four five notebooks yeah you mr brown it'd be ideal for ideal for you okay um send me the link there's an order coming today <laughs> right fine final thing because i've got a shoot sorry to be rude everybody we don't sell the most we sell for the most we don't sell the we most. We don't sell the most. We sell for the most. Do you know, for me as a new startup, that's bloody gold because we're running our stats again through Monday. Everything goes Monday and then it gets filtered in everywhere else. I don't understand it, but we can pull off all of our stats really, really easily. So we've now sale agreed six properties since we opened mid-November, which is 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 brilliant. But more importantly, we've sold them for an average of 104.5% of asking price, average. So we're gearing up some marketing around, you know, your average house value in Thetford's 200K. So that's nine grand more in a vendor's pocket. Um, just re re read that one again, mate, so I can, so I can use my we, normal system. We, we, we don't sell the most. We sell for the most. Okay, so two nice. things in remarkable today one gareth southgate there's only one gareth southgate morning richard taylor congratulations to you and emma on george yeah. um getting some sleep now lovely yeah. to see love lovely to have you on here richard with his first stamp baby sick <laughs> and while you're watching richard thank you so much for your phone call the other day mate i know that we've not been able to stay in touch all of us in in the usual way and had our quarterly get-togethers in in birmingham but uh yeah your phone call and your time was really much appreciated thanks mate i think we got i think we're meeting in february virtually i had, a, vir I had a virtual mastermind this week and it went out uh it went very well really enjoyed it went extremely quickly so looking forward to our one He's here checking out his faith podcast. George, baby George, much love to you. And Chris Watkin, Andy, call me about those stats. Got some ideas to make them sing and fly to get you more free vows. 
Chris, I will be calling you between 7 and 30 and 8.30 tomorrow morning as you like. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you much. And thank you. I did say to you earlier before you came on, thanks for your generosity and your kindness with your advice on videos and that lovely, lovely message I had from you the other day. So um, getting more confident and the teleprompter. Do you know, the weird thing is trying to work out the bloody speed of it and the size that you need. But once you've got that, it's yeah, it's it, it has improved our video content. So thank you. Sorry, Luke. I just wanted to I know that I've seen this message pop up from Sasha Martin and just to get, maybe give a shout out to Simon Whale and his supplier MOT because she was absolutely raving about it on Facebook. So if anyone's not actually done their supplier MOT with Kerfuffle, um, I know Sasha's had a massive uh, kind of benefit from it and seen kind of seen the light. Um, so hop over to the Kerfuffle page. Not that we want to try and endorse their podcast, but Kerfuffle as a company, I suppose, aren't too bad. <laughs> everyone's yeah. and if you are going over there maybe you can do a video testimonial for stephen brown yeah yeah that'd be nice please okay thank you andy see you've made my day again <laughs> you, you lot are going to keep on making me cry every single day by your generosity and kindness so yeah <laughs> a kerfuffle video review will be absolutely amazing <laughs> and will be gratefully received thank you Luke, he's been asking me for that bloody review for a year. And you know what? I avoid signing up to Kerfuffle because I just think Whaley's going to haunt me everywhere I go on every web. Pictures of lycra leggings everywhere. This little pink Oompa Loompa jumping up and down in the corner of my screen. It's just I can't handle more Whaley. <laughs> right. So I'm off. So thank you, everybody. I wish you a really successful, productive, safe, healthy week. Andy, Luke, nice to see you. I'm going to leave the two of you to finish off, if that's okay. Thank everybody again for their amazing generosity, kind words. Um, I love you all. I love what everybody's doing. I love how the property industry is getting together with helping all these homeschooling, the laptops, the, um, the British Heart Foundation, all the charity work. Absolutely incredible. So, Thank you all. Going to love you and leave you. Have an amazing week. See you later, Andy, Luke. Bye, everybody. See you, mate. That seems and, a uh, place to, to end it for all of us with that. I, I, I couldn't have ended it any better. So on that note, same time next week. See you later, gents. Make February count. Have an awesome week ahead. All the best. See ya. And rate us and review us. Bye.